We want to be healthy, both physically and financially. For better or for worse, the two go hand in hand. Those who are financially healthy have more money to invest in their health, to spend on their bodies and keep themselves healthy. And those who are better healthy or are healthier physically have to spend less money on keeping themselves that way and therefore can have more to save and invest. And the reverse is also true. Those who are unhealthy are spending more and more money trying to get their health back. And those who do not have any money don't have as much to invest in their health. It's either a victorious or a vicious cycle. If we want to be healthy, both financially and physically, here are four money moves that we can make. Money move number one, stop spending on your health. Stop spending on your health. Too often we think of spending money on our health. And here are ways that we spend money on our health. Health insurance premiums, health insurance co-pays, health insurance out-of-pocket maxes, prescription drugs, medical equipment. We also spend time on our health, but not in the way we might think, right? Take these examples, driving to the doctor, waiting in the doctor's office, meeting with health insurance people, right? Whether it be agents, uh, billing, claims, etc. Driving to get prescriptions, missed time at work or with family due to illness. We spend time on our health. Health care, or more accurately, sick care, is very expensive, both in time and in money. If we want more of both, we need to stop spending on our health and start investing in our health. And that's money move you can make number two. Money move number two, invest in your health. So one, stop spending on your health. Number two, invest in your health. Part of optimizing your health and finances is changing the mindset from spending to investing. Spending has negative connotations, right? And, and somewhat deserved, right? We, we hate spending money on bills and those kind of things. We, you know, we enjoy spending money on entertainment and on fun, but, but a lot of times we think spending it has a negative connotation and we need to change that narrative, right? We do not spend on our health. We invest in it. Here are some ways that you can invest in your health, right? Gym or health club membership. Competitions like the senior games that we talked about last week. Healthier foods, vitamins, supplements, home fitness equipment, right? So far too many of us don't want to spend money on all these items. We think that we are saving money by withholding money from these, these experiences or these items. But instead, by not investing money in our health, we lose our health and start to spend money on, this, on the items in the last section, right? So again, what would you rather do? Would you rather spend money on health insurance premiums or invest money on health club memberships? Would you rather spend money on max out-of-pocket costs or invest money on maximizing physical potential? Would you rather spend money on prescription drugs or invest money in vitamins and supplements? Would you rather spend money on medical equipment or would you rather invest money in home fitness equipment? The money will go towards health regardless, right? And we just have that, that, that's, but this is where the choice comes in. We can reactively spend on getting our health back, or we can proactively invest in optimizing our health forward. The choice is yours. You have to choose. Where is the money going to go towards spending or investing? 
habits. So money move number one, stop spending on your health. Money move number two, start investing in your health. And now let's get practical. Money move number three, utilize a health savings account. Utilize a health savings account. So the health savings account is the best account in the United States, bar none. It is better than a Roth IRA. It is better than a 401k. And most people are not using it properly, right? So there's there's three major uh, benefits to a health savings account. Um, contributions are tax deductible. Any growth is tax deferred. And distributions, as long as they're used for qualified health expenses, are tax free. We call this the, the triple tax advantage, right? And there's a lot of different accounts out there. And you know, we you have brokerage or bank accounts, you have traditional IRAs or traditional 401ks, Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, and HSAs. And HSAs are the only ones that gives you the advantage in all three categories in contributions, growth, and distributions. If you go to the uh, blog for this episode, retirementmentorship.com slash 128, this is episode 128, I have a table that shows you the comparison of all three of these advantages. And banks, where you normally save money, don't give us any of those advantages. Uh, IRAs, 401ks, they give you two of the three, and HSAs give us all three. And so this is the big, but here's the biggest opportunity we're missing with HSAs, right? Is that your HSA can be invested. You can actually invest your HSA. And, and if your HSA is in the proper place, you, you can invest just like a Roth IRA, right? And most people are missing this. They have an HSA and they, they treat it like a bank, right? They put $1,000 a year into it while they're maxing out a Roth IRA or putting more money into your 401k. And, and, and that's because they're not treating it like an investment account. They're treating it like a bank account. And But if you can invest your HSA, you should take full advantage of the tax benefits like a Roth and 401k can't. So here's, here's the, the contribution priority for most people. I think, is that if you're saving for retirement, you should first do your 401k contributions up to the match, whatever your employer is matching. You obviously want to get that free money and you can't beat that. So you always do that first. But then the next place you should be investing after capturing the match is in maximizing your HSA, putting that money into your HSA up to the limit for, for your either single or family situation, assuming that you are eligible. And then after that, you can do Roth IRAs, 401ks, additional 401k however your financial plan or tax situation dictates. But most people aren't putting that one in there, right? They'll do 401k up to the match, you know, even like Dave Ramsey will say, you know, 401k up to the match, then do Roth IRA, and then go back to do more 401k contributions. No, HSA should be second. And, and right, like with all asterisk, you know, with all, all these different accounts and investing, there's always an asterisk, and there are requirements for all accounts in terms of contributions and distributions and all of that. And so you're gonna wanna consult your financial planner, make sure that you're doing this right, um, but the big asterisk for HSA is, of course, that you must be in a high deductible health plan in order to contribute to an HSA. And this scares many people away, right? They 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 look at the deductible and say, "Oh, I don't want to have to pay that. I can't pay six thousand dollars before my HSA kick or my uh, health insurance kicks in. I can't pay ten thousand dollars, whatever it is, right?" And so they they choose a, a more expensive plan with a lower deductible, which leads us to our last money move that we can make, right? Number, money move number three was to utilize an HSA, and number four is to reduce total costs. See, and here's the thing, far too many people view health care as a matter of health insurance. They look at the premiums and the deductible and the deductible, but not the total costs. But by looking at the total amount you want to spend or invest in your health over time, we can reduce the total costs and that you spend overall. Right? So you want to look at it over over time and we spend overall. So take a high deductible health plan, right? The, the eponymous name emphasizes the high deductible. And that's what scares people off, right? But you could just as easily have called these plans low premium health plans, 
right? They don't have to be called high deductible health plans. They could be called low premium health plans. It just doesn't alliterate as well. And if I think if we call them that, more people would jump on those because you can when you see how much you can save per month by doing a high deductible health plan or a low premium health plan, you can take all those savings and put them somewhere else. Right. So what if you took the premium that you save by switching to a high deductible health plan instead of invested into an HSA? Right. And then what if you took the tax savings that you got by investing in the HSA and invested in a health coach? Right. So if you, so for example, right, in 2023, if you put the maximum 7,750 into an HSA, but you can do an extra $1,000 if you're over 55, while in a 22% federal and 5% state tax bracket, you'll save $2,100 per year in taxes. Can you hire a health coach for two grand? Yes, you can. Could that health coach help get you in a healthy place where you're unlikely to need medical care? Yes, almost certainly if it's a good coach, right? So even if you're on Medicare, the the similar rules apply. What if you spent less on Medicare supplements and, and had a less Cadillac Medicare Advantage plan so you could invest more in building your health instead of trying to get it back? Wouldn't we require less Medicare? So don't just focus on the health insurance, focus on the total amount you're putting towards your health and then discover how to proactively invest in your health rather than reactively trying to get it back. So here's again, the money moves that you can make. You can stop spending on your health. You can start investing in your health. You can utilize an HSA and you can reduce your total health costs. You can make these money moves and have better health and finances and you will feel better all the way along the way. So create a plan to make the most of your health, both financial and physical, and you'll end up feeling better, looking better, and doing better in both categories all along the way. A great financial planner, a great health coach can all help. Make sure you get the the recommendations and stuff that you need for your specific situation, but I promise you it will be an investment worth making. We'll see you next week. Cheers. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.